Hey, Jay. Hey, Elle. Guess what? What? Happy Halloween! Happy Halloween! When this podcast is out, it will be that very, very spooky day, All Hallows' Eve, Samhain, Halloween, whatever you want to call it. Woo! <laughs> Do you think that sound is trademarked by the year 1994? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. That very distinct sound that every 90s Halloween toy made. Yeah! And it had the vibrato. <laughs> it just like shook and blinked a little. Scary. <laughs> See, like, I'm. <laughs> Sorry, um, now I'm thinking about the automation that was on toys when we were kids. It was so versus good. Versus the shit that's around now. <laughs> We had Tickle Me Elmo, and we got excited when he sat on the ground. Do you remember? And then they had they had to get rid of him because he started being like tail Satan. Do you remember those dogs that did backflips and it was like click, click, click? (laughs) (laughs) And we all wanted them so bad. They were so aggressive. And they were so like hard. Like, they were. I don't know how they made those work. Like, I tr- did they work? I don't know. I didn't have one. They wound up and then released. Like it was trebuchet physics. Nineteen nineties, more like fifteen ninety. <laughs> My god, actually, wait, um, <laughs> this is a very on-topic story. Uh, so I'm at work, right? Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, and there's this guy talking to us. He's like, a, he's a visitor at work, and I don't know how we got on the topic, but turns out, I don't know if you remember this show, but turns out he was on Pumpkin Chunkin'. I don't know this show. <gasps> You never watch Pumpkin Chuck? Anyway, it was basically like this competition all about um, chucking pumpkins. That's amazing. Either with trebuchets, catapults, air cannons. And this guy that was in my work was just, he was like, yeah, we were on, um, we were on the show. They won the show one year. Wow. Yeah. This is like some Mythbusters shit. I would have loved that. I think it was run by, um run by maybe some of the people on Mythbusters. Was it Grant Imahara? Um, I'm looking for the show. I had a crush on him. Chunkin' Chunkin'. He's sadly dead. I know. Yeah. Did the girl die too? No, I don't okay. think so. Pumpkin Chunkin' show. Also, the other one looked like a walrus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make Jamie? me. Think- yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my head, it's pre Hank yeah. Green, Hank Green, and the Walrus. Pumpkin Chunkin' was Cary Grant and Tori um, that ran it. Cary Grant was the girl, right? Cary and Grant were the girl and the guy you had the crush on. Um, yeah. And then Tori and don't. Some dude. He was the narrator, though, so I don't know if he was actually there. How did he die? Uh, an aneurysm. Oh, God. Yeah. I think I was very upset when that happened. Uh, I was, too. Oh, my God. Do you know who died? Who? Oh. Willie Spence. Hold on. He was... Who was he? He was on American Idol a few years ago. Oh, yeah. He was the kid who died in the car accident. Like yeah. That. Yeah. And he, like, posted to Instagram, like, ten minutes before it happened. I know. And at first, I was really worried because they were, like, he posted on Instagram from his car. I was, like, was he fucking on Instagram when he crashed? No. He he had been parked at the time. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. I, like, that really shook me because he was only 23. 
I know, a baby. A baby. And so talented, too. Not that that makes death any more or less impactful, but, like, Mm -hmm. I loved him. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Hot take. The Mm -hmm. guy who won that year should not have won. I'm going to tell you right now, most people who went on American Idol shouldn't have won. Because <laughs> I'm... A- <clears throat> so probably the last season I actually watched that show um, was the David Cook year. He oh won. Oh my god, that was so many years ago. <laughs> so many years ago. But mind you, David Cook won. David Archuleta comes in second, right? Mm-hmm. That man had an album and a tour before David Cook did. Do you and do you know much about David Archuleta? That he's like an ev- evangelical Christian and by yeah yeah I found those things too. Oh, no, he's that. not evangelical. He's Mormon. I was gonna Sorry. say he's more. I was gonna say I thought he was Mormon, mm-hmm. but like I discovered, it, I saw like a headline that was like David Archuleta comes out, and then it was like David Archuleta the Mormon, and I was like, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's <laughs> there's a lot to process here. He's he's full of. Um, con- contradictions. Um, okay, but you can't tell me. Heart. You can't tell me that you didn't think, yep, that dude's into dudes the entire time. You didn't think that? I didn't think that. Really? No. I mean, I had a shirt with him all over it, so, like, I was hoping, and I'm not wrong, but... Yeah. I... Crush was my jam. Oh. <sighs> Sometimes that song will come on just when I've got Spotify on like um, shuffle, and man, it slaps so bad. still. Like so I don't good. usually put it on, but if it comes on, it is a no skip. No skip, hands down, no skip. I also regularly think about that woman that was on American Idol, um, who. <laughs> And this is going to be very niche, and I don't know how many people will remember it. But she comes on one year for auditions. She's in, like, I think she, like, rides a motorcycle. She's in her leather jacket. She's in jeans. She's looking kind of rough. And she ends up flipping off the judges. She's not good. They tell her no. And she walks out of there flipping them off. Fair enough. But she came back the next year to audition again, right? Mm-hmm. Totally changed her look. She's in like a floral, like midi dress. and She's worse, wasn't she? She was like really sweet and stuff and still sang like garbage. Yep. And they were like, we're not, we're not, no, <laughs> you can't I, go. Like you have to be able to sing on the show. I, Someone. I and then they're like, but for like old time's sake, do you want to just flip us off? So she walks out of there, double birds up again. And I was like, what is I know they can't ethically have auditions like that anymore, but mm-hmm. God do I wish they could. <laughs> yeah, very like, true. Sometimes I miss the questionable ethics of the 2000s. Yeah, well, the whole show was questionable in the way that like, A- we never saw really the true first round of auditions. No. Because I don't know if you know, but someone we went to high school with auditioned. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, she was two years older than us. Interesting. Yeah. How'd that go for her? Um, She auditioned for the preliminary auditions, and that just gets you a wristband that gets you to the televised auditions. That I knew. Yeah. And I, I don't know what happened after that. She was a great singer, but apparently not. American Idol material. Right. Um, the allergy is starting. Oh, no. I'm getting itchy. <laughs> Have you taken oh. a Zyrtec? No, I'm going to do it at the end. Yeah. All um, right. Heart- those- <laughs> okay, you explain. So, it's... Elle and I are recording two of these in one night because we're both traveling for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for you, these will come out a week apart. But for us, we're doing them back to back. So if you missed it, last week I lovingly referred to as the pie cast because I have to bake roughly 30 apples into pies for, you know, go back a few episodes. You'll figure out why. Um, I'm still going. We have not made one pie yet. I'm chopping apple number six. And she's been doing it consistently this whole time. It's not like, I mean, you did take a, a few minutes to tell your story for yeah. last week's episode, but this is pie cast 2.0. Podcast but hey, 2.0. it's festive. What do you want from our life? Um, if you DM us on Instagram, 
asking us for a pie, I might send you one because it means we have a listener. (laughs) If Garrett Watts DMs us on Instagram saying he wants one of my pies, I will freeze one and express mail it to him. You have to make it into a human face pie then. Why? Do you watch his videos? (laughs) I haven't in a while. I haven't really been on YouTube in a while. Okay. Well, he very recently, um, there is an artist who created latex human face pies and he recreated one uh, using real pie marginally. Um, What if it's um, a jack-o'-lantern pie? Because that's what these are going to be. I don't think he'd say no. Garrett, you want a pie? (laughs) That man's not listening to 12 minutes of this. (laughs) <laughs> all right i'll be right back okay. um so going back i think the last we were talking about was were we still on david archuleta at that yeah time? yeah <laughs> anyway a person full of contradictions uh glad he's living his truth to have that it's funny um, on tiktok i very rarely see him but i do occasionally see him um more exciting singer news. I scored tickets to Lewis Capaldi. So unbelievably excited. And I got them for such a good deal. And the album comes out just after my birthday. I'm so excited. What did you end up paying for them? Um, Like $65 each <gasps> with fees included. That's really good. Unreal. <laughs> City pre-sale. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Maybe it will come Anyway, I text him. I text my dad. Not Lewis. Um, <laughs> I text my dad. Hey, Lewis. Hey. <laughs> um, the day that the tour is announced, because the City pre-sale goes on the day after. And I'm like, Dad, you have a City card, right? And he's like, yeah. And I was like, I need to buy these tickets. And so he was fully planning on doing this. And I was like, I don't, I don't trust my dad to be doing this. Then at, so the pre-sale starts at 10 AM the next day. I'm at work. I can do it at work, but like I need to kind of know. And at nine 50, he texts me and goes, actually, I will give you my card information if you want to just call me. And I was like, dad, it is 10 minutes before the pre-sale starts. It took you this long to decide you don't want to do it. And then the whole time he's texting me like waiting rooms open. You need the first six digits of the card to get it. I'm like, I know I'm trying to buy the (laughs) tickets. Meanwhile, shaking halfway through the buying process of these tickets, because like, Ticketmaster stresses me out because the last time I bought tickets was for the Adele residency and I was trying to get the cheapest ones available and I still ended up spending like $400. Oh my God. (laughs) And that's in Vegas. (laughs) So I got to try to make some of that money back. (laughs) Um, When Harry Styles tickets went on sale, my mom and I really wanted to go see him Mm -hmm. and we were like, we have to apply for, like, the verified fan pre-sale. Yeah. Am I talking into my mic? I might be very far away. Can no, you hear me? No, you're fine. You're okay. Yeah. Um, so, Mom and I both apply from our Ticketmaster accounts. Mm-hmm. Only I get the code. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mom, when tickets go on sale, I am in session. <laughs> like, yeah. I quite literally cannot be doing it at work because mm-hmm. I will be with a child. And right. And yeah. will be a little rude to be like, hey, little girl. Hold you on two seconds. For a few minutes. <laughs> Miss J needs to buy Harry Styles tickets. <laughs> so I send my mom my Ticketmaster information. Uh-huh. And like the email and all the information to get in and effectively like go as my account. Sorry, right. Ticketmaster. Um so she can get mad at your mom using your account. <laughs> so she's Oh, I may have added too much water. Oh, no. Oh, no. The pie cast is falling apart. Whatever. I'll flower the surface and it'll even it out. Um, 
What happens if you put too much water in pie crust? I, I have no idea. I don't make pie. Hmm, okay. This is a Betty Crocker mix because I didn't want to make my own dough. I, you are doing more than I would have. I would have gotten the pre-made pie crust at the store. Um, I, I have some of those as well. <laughs> anyway, she is texting me mm-hmm. while I'm in session and I keep getting notifications on my watch. I'm in the queue. There's a thousand people in front of me. There's 500 people in front of me. I'm in. I'm in. I'm looking at tickets. Somebody else grab them. I'm trying again. That section's gone too. Oh no. And then eventually she just sends me a screen grab of, congrats, you're going to see Harry Styles. (laughs) And I had to like stifle a squeal in mid-session while I'm watching this pop up on my watch. But yes, that, that was what happened. Yeah. And carry I, on. Yeah, I had a very similar experience with the Verified Fan presale for Adele. Um, because Jamie and I are going together. Yes. And like as much as I love Adele, it's really she's the mastermind of every time. <laughs> like we went and saw her in LA as well. Mm-hmm. Um and, and Jamie was the mastermind of that trip too. And so uh, we both applied for the verified fan presale. I was the only one who got it. She's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Well, I was like, mm. <laughs> and so, sure. Jamie and I applied for the verified fan presale for Olivia Rodrigo, mm-hmm. and I got it, and she didn't. <laughs> she never. Get- Although I think she got it for some like baseball tickets or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, that was like similar timing too. Um, oh it was wasn't it it? yeah it was like right around the same time that this was happening and so I was like but I'm I'm at work or something I I can't do it and she's like well give me all your information and so I did um, but it turned out like I was off for that day so I was able Uh to do it or or it got like put it it was it kept getting pushed back Mm. so I was home from work at that point Um, yeah that was weird but surprisingly if you're unaware about what happened with the Adele residency it got cancelled for a year and a half that's so sad um so yeah my my coworker was like yo yeah wasn't that supposed to be like last October and I was like it was supposed to be last April anyway just a little better just a little bit better it's happening now <laughs> it's fine there's flour everywhere that's what baking is I dropped my apple cup. Oh, no. I rolled my headphones into my pie crust. <laughs> I really wish I had AirPods. Um, at Apple, Costco's got a great deal. Just saying, they won't. They won't end up in pie. <laughs> <laughs> no, they probably won't. Did I ever tell you about <laughs> how I lost my AirPods? No. <laughs> Well, so I got AirPods maybe the first Christmas they were out. So, like, not right away because I think they came out early in the year. And I got them, like, at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And I I fully, fully, before getting them, was like, I can't believe people would spend that much money. And then I got them for Christmas and I'm, like, emotionally attached, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I, um, I'm using them and they're working great. I um, have them for a while. This is such a great story. I <laughs> love it. Um, anyway, I'm using them and I take, I go to a friend's house and it's like a 45 minute commute to see my friend. I get really drunk at her house because I hadn't eaten dinner. I thought we were getting food. We weren't. Uh-huh. Uh, um, so I was <laughs> drinking a really great and story. I had no food. And so on the way back, I get takeout. I get a Chinese at like next to the bus stop. It was probably the worst Chinese I've ever had. Um, it was so disappointing. That's so sad. And I was so upset about it. And I know, I know that I'm listening to my AirPods on the bus, right? Yes. And so I go to my house, I finish eating my Chinese, and then I go outside and throw this away because the dish that I got, it just, it's, it smelled 
good, but it smells like a drunk night out and it is like strong. And so I wanted to put it in the outside trash can so the whole house didn't smell like this. So I throw out that bag outside, which is like on the side of our house. Okay. I go upstairs. I go to bed. Next morning, I'm packing to come home for Christmas because this is December time. Yeah. And I can't find my AirPods anywhere. (gasps) And I'm like, oh my God. And they have the find your stuff feature on the phone. So I'm looking and it's saying it's on the side of my house. And I'm like, it's in the fucking trash can (gasps) outside. I threw it away in there. This really Um, is a spooky story. It is a spooky story. Well, the where it was showing, it could have either been my room or been the side of the house. That is. And so I tore apart my room, right? God, I could not find them. I was like, I've thrown them away. We took the trash out. Like, it's it's done for. So I come home to the States. I, um... You didn't dig through that trash can? No, I didn't. No, we had put it out, like, the next day. Because it only tells you the last time they were <gasps> open. Oh! Right? Or something like that. And we had put out the trash, like, the next day. So it was gone. Like there was no way to dig through the trash can. I come back to the States. I decide I'm going to invest in a new pair of AirPods. They were already like at least a year old. They got a lot of use. I was like, it's time. I'll get the next version. Right. So I buy myself new AirPods at Costco. Great deal there, by the way. Costco's not sponsoring us. (laughs) You would think what I would give for Costco to sponsor us. So I buy my new AirPods, enjoying them. I come back, um, I go back to Ireland, and I go to, p- weeks later, weeks, I go to put on a pair of shoes. And funnily enough, I must not have worn these shoes since that night that I got <gasps> drunk at my friend's house. Oh my because God. Because you want to know what is in the fucking shoe? Your AirPod. My AirPods. How did you not? Oh, because it's only the last time they were open. So I was going to say, didn't they ping again? But no, Mm because you hadn't opened them. Yep. They were in my shoes, my filas. And I was like, are you kidding me? Of course they were your filas. In my drunk brain, I went, I'm going to put these in here so that I don't have to carry multiple things up the stairs. Smart. Not so smart. Kind of. Anyway. I don't really know why I started that other than the fact that you were asking Apple for AirPods. <laughs> Spooky! Truly a horror story. Truly a horror story. With a but happy now, ending. Like all bad modern horror. Yeah. Um, they're still kicking. So I now have a much newer pair of AirPods that I'm just waiting for these ones that I'm using to die. Um, so they're sitting in a in my desk. Anyway, anyway, do you do you have a scary story for us I, that's not the AirPods story? <laughs> I do, I do. I um I semi took a little bit of inspiration from the last one I did, not because um it's a haunted doll, I promise. I won't do that to you again. Thank you. But we were talking about how he's kind of been the inspiration um for, you know, various movies. And so I thought, let me go with another um story that inspired a movie okay and i think we can all agree that the exorcist is Mm. probably the most famous horror movie of all time yeah yeah i will not agree that it's the scariest horror movie of all time i'm i never said it was the scariest but some people do and it's just not scary i will say if you saw it in 1973 when it came out fine that, yes, to date, it would have been, I think, the scariest movie of all time. Yes. Yeah. But now, compared to what we have, no. <laughs> also, I laugh at the power of Christ compels thee scene. <laughs> Fair enough. Because it's just funny. <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. They go on for so long. Well, buckle in, bitch, because I'm going to tell you right now, the real story's even longer. Great. Mm-hmm. Hit me with it. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, because if you're like me and don't watch scary movies, The Exorcist, like you said, is a 1973 movie in which 12-year-old Reagan McNeil becomes possessed and is then, it's about the following exorcism. Um, Like I said, 
arguably it's the most famous horror movie. But what about paranormal activity? Did you see the purge? (laughs) But just to kind of back up my claims here, when you adjust it for inflation, it is both the highest grossing Warner Brothers movie and R-rated movie of all time. Really? It is also the ninth highest grossing movie of all time. Interesting. That's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. It was also the first horror film nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Is it the only horror film nominated for Best Pictures at the Oscars? No, there have been a few. Horror um, always gets rated horribly. <laughs> yeah, horribly. but um, one of Jordan Peele's Get Out just got nominated. Get Out, nom- that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, and while I'm focusing my story on the inspiration behind The Exorcist, even The Exorcist itself, the set was allegedly cursed. So I thought I'd... Um, just touch on that briefly. Um, there was a large fire that necessitated that the house interior scenes had to be completely rebuilt. Um, and nine people died during the <gasps> production. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, they regularly had a priest come in to bless the set. Unsurprising. Yeah. Do you know the big secret about Poltergeist? The production of Poltergeist? Oh, that they used real human skeletons? In the, in the pool scene? Yeah. Yeah, because they were cheaper than fake ones. Which, like, I understand why, but also... Because we have lots of them. But also, that's disgusting. I mean, I guess. (laughs) They were swimming in them. The fuck thing about it is that they didn't tell people that they were real. Yeah, I think if you're like, hey, yo, this is a real skeleton, people would be less freaked out. But it wasn't a real skeleton. It was like hundreds of them. Yeah. I don't think all of them were real, um, but a large number of them were. Enough think, to make it icky. Yeah, I think, I want to say the original Pirates of the Caribbean ride as yes. well included actual human remains. Disney, always, always up to something nefarious. <laughs> yeah, well, um, so The Exorcist as a movie is not directly based on this case. It's actually based on a book. Um, which was published in 1971, called The Exorcist by William Peter Blatty. Um, <laughs> That's a funny last name. It is. Um, he based his book off of um, this case. Okay. So, this is The Exorcism of Roland Doe. Shut which, the fuck up. You've heard this one, I know. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Say the name again. Roland Doe. What am I doing? <laughs> For those who have not been keeping up with the pie, I'm currently rolling pie dough. (laughs) You got the unintentional pun that I did not even get. I was like, you're joking, right? Like, this is you calling me out for not paying enough attention? Nope. (laughs) Nope. That is is the name of the case. Um, Granted, that is a pseudonym. Um, All right, listen, does this mean I have to put sage in my pie? I no. have some. <laughs> I, I wouldn't suggest it. Maybe if you're making like a pumpkin spice or something. Oh, I don't know if sage that. is actually in pumpkin spice. I put sage recently in my sweet potato gnocchi. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. Good. I had a... <laughs> there is a um, an Italian restaurant that I really love. and But I will say they're gnocchi with sage butter is probably the worst thing on their menu because it is quite literally just gnocchi sage and butter like it needed something else Uh, like salt or lemon or something they don't put salt and pepper in it i don't know i don't know it was not my favorite the rest of the menu is incredible because i put a lot of cracked mine was the exact same thing but i put a lot of cracked pepper and parmesan cheese right see that's gonna give you salty and peppery can we become a food podcast? <laughs> I could talk about food for days. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this is The Exorcism of Roland Doe. Um, it's, he's also sometimes referred to as Robbie Mannheim. Huh. Both of That's which a scarier are, name. Right. Both of which are pseudonyms to protect his privacy. So 
Roland Doe was born and grew up um, in the 30s and 40s in Cottage City, Maryland, to a German Lutheran family, and they were pretty religious by all accounts. Great. He was an only child, which like, ayo, <laughs> and spent most of his time with his family, specifically his aunt named Harriet. Harriet was a spiritualist, and she introduced <laughs> she introduced Roland to that world, and specifically to the Ouija board. And in fact, she even asked him to attempt to contact her with it when she passed. Which she does when he's about 13 or so, 12, 13. And he's really, yeah, he's really upset by her death and he does try to contact her with the Ouija board. Well, yeah, your grandmother's dying wish to a tween. His aunt, thank you very much. Oh, his aunt, you know. Yeah, but still. I don't fuck with Ouija boards. I I did it one time at a Halloween party and I'm never gonna do it again. Anyway, so we are now in um, 1949. So. This is when a majority of this, or 1948-49, kind of that cusp. Roland's about 13, uh, maybe 14. So he's a young teen. And the family starts noticing sus stuff. And originally- They're finding socks in Roland's room. (laughs) (laughs) They're weirdly stiff. (laughs) It only started happening- since he started high school. <laughs> and there's another one on the door for some reason. <laughs> 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 I'm going a little stir crazy. So they start noticing sus stuff. And originally, they attribute it to the aunt, thinking it's her spirit left behind. Okay. So at first, they're hearing scratching sounds on the wall. And even under Roland's bed, there's water dripping from the pipes and the walls. Which to me sounds like they've got some shitty plumbing. Yeah. More so than ghostsies. Especially given, you know, the year that it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, those are lead pipes, hon. <laughs> Doesn't lead make you hallucinate after too much exposure? Uh, at least It at least makes you irrational. Yes. Could be a contributing factor. Now, some of the other stuff is a little bit more... A little bit more, let's just say. Objects are reported to move or levitate nearby to Roland. That's not the lead pipes. No. <laughs> um... His mattress would move violently while he was in it. At Did he night. have a sleep number? <laughs> no, he had one of those ones that raises your feet up <laughs> and you're forward so that you can read in bed. So a hospital bed. <laughs> just lie. It was lying on the remote. Roland was in the hospital for schizophrenia. This was all in his mind. <laughs> well, he's in the hospital at one point. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so he would hear someone walking around his room in the middle of the night, and then eventually scratch marks began to be found not only on his mattress, but eventually on Roland himself. Ooh. Yeah. And like any religious family, the Doe family has their pastor come by and observe Roland for a night. Um, Some people say... "Mm -hmm." Did, um, did, Did Roland have a little brother named Pillsbury? Did they have a Pillsbury Doughboy? <laughs> he was an only child, unfortunately. Uh, oh, we did cover that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So they had their pastor observe Roland for a night, um, either at their house, at his house, or at the church. I, th- three Somewhere. He three was different observed. sources said three different things. And he was worried enough to not only contact the family doctor to see if there was a medical reason behind some of these issues, and also that they contact a Catholic priest. Because from my understanding, Lutherans don't do exorcisms. It's just Catholics, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just Catholics. They're, they're, where are the, the crazy ones? Yeah. So he's like, go get yourself a Catholic, right? 
Go get yourself a Catholic. Yeah. So this is, by the way, Reverend Luther Schultz. Um, he accounts that chairs would move when Roland was in it and one even threw him out of it. Oh. The floors of the house were scarred from heavy furniture being moved. Ooh. And a picture of Christ shook when Roland was nearby. Jesus is shooketh. Jesus is shook. And of course, because it's a German Lutheran family, it is white Jesus. I'm sure. Is it ripped Jesus? You know, I hope it's ripped Jesus. I like ripped Jesus. Ripped Jesus is truly, that is the only time I will accept pale skin on that man. I don't know. Uh, we could have, we could have brown ripped Jesus. We could. I think I would but prefer in, brown ripped Jesus. I would prefer. Just because then I'm at least it's like it. a little more historically accurate in that, mm. I don't know, you get abs when you waste away on the cross. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you don't get abs from that. No, you can just see them from the wasting. True. That and the ribs. I saw a TikTok. Uh It was like some guy being like, when you realize that Jesus didn't die on the cross, he just like went into a coma from the fluid filling his lungs and they didn't have the technology to find that low of a heartbeat. And so then they put him in the cave. (laughs) And because he wasn't drowning in his own fluids anymore, he, quote, came back to life or came out of the coma. And the reason none of his disciples recognized him was because he'd been wasting away for so long. (laughs) It's just like, oh, shit, you're probably right. Science explains the resurrection. (laughs) Anyway, so after after getting... Getting Christ shooketh. Father Edward Albert Hughes comes into the picture. He is the Catholic priest that they find. And he went to his bishop or whatever to request permission to perform an an exorcism um, and was granted it. And they do so at the Georgetown University Hospital. Hmm, I know where that is. Which is a Catholic institution, by the way. Hmm. So as with frequently in exorcisms roland was restrained to the mattress but unfortunately allegedly everything's alleged but you know what this is a spooky story um spooky allegedly unfortunately he was able to free his hand remove a bed spring from the mattress and (gasps) used it to slash father hughes in the arm, no. which therefore ended the exorcism when incomplete. Well, that seems bad because you've called the demon to the forefront. Yes. Aren't you not supposed to like start something you can't finish? Isn't that like the number one rule of calling upon the dead? Pretty much. And you definitely want a way to say goodbye to it too. And this definitely causes an issue because it kind of gets worse. Oh, lovely. Over the next few days, more scratches were found on Roland, and at some point, there were some that spelt out on his body the word, or the name, I suppose, Lewis. Um, Capaldi? Hmm? Capaldi. <laughs> no, L-O-U-I-S, ah. in this case, unfortunately. From One Direction? <laughs> yes. No, that's Louis, I'm sorry. Oh, my bad. But basically, this prompts the family to pack it up and move to St. Louis because they think that's the place that will help him. I don't know if that's how that works. Not really. So now at this point, we're in March of 1949. So the the very beginnings of the like spooky shit happening are kind of in uh, 1938 or 1948. uh, And we come to now at March... 1949. They also already have family in St. Louis, so it seems really convenient that they moved him out there. And that family got them in contact with Father Walter H. Halloran and Reverend William Bodern. Okay. And over the next two months, they performed somewhere between 20 and 30 exorcisms on Roland. 20 exorcisms? 20 to 30. At what point do you go, hey guys... Demon ain't moving. Yeah, well, it basically was 
they would go nights in a row doing this to dispel these demons. Um, it was said that Roland would be really calm and pretty normal during the day. And the strange behavior was only occurring at night. And this is when the exorcisms were also taking place. What was Roland's take on all this? You know, funnily enough, don't get a lot of input from him because he wasn't like interviewed or anything at the time because he was 13, 14 years old and also being possessed and exercised. So Um, I must step away to season my apples. Okay. We're back. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So as I was saying, Roland would be very calm during the day and the strange behavior was at night. Exorcisms are happening there. Said strange behavior is classically, I think, what we think of um, when it comes to... um, Possession. Possession. So he would enter a trance-like state. He would talk in a really guttural, low voice, and he had an aversion to religious objects, basically rosaries, crucifixes, etc. As which you do. has an actual word. It's called herophobia, hmm. fear of holy objects. And there are actually... I was looking at another exorcism case to do, which was the exorcism of Annalise Mitchell. Mm-hmm which I don't know if you're familiar with the inspiration for the possession of Emily Rose or the exorcism of Emily Rose. I've not seen that one. Yeah. From what I know, it's not as famous as the exorcist, but um, basically Annalise Mitchell had the opposite, but it was caused by her, her uh, epilepsy was hyper religiousness. And that could be a side effect of, like, a actual, like, condition. Anyway, that is, so maybe it's actually some kind of medical issue that Roland's got. Um, Anyway, in this case, throughout this kind of process, more scratches are appearing on his body. Um, At one point, an X appears on his chest, and they take it to be actually a Roman numeral 10 referring perhaps to being possessed by 10 demons. Mm, seems like a stretch. So like lucky him um, party in here. Um, at one point he has a pitchfork pattern kind of running up the length of his leg. Finally on um, March 20th, the exorcisms and his his response to them kind of reaches a peak and the two priests are like, we can't do this anymore. Um, and he's brought to Alexian brothers hospital, another Catholic hospital. And he is in there and continues with exorcisms and being treated by the priests, um, there until April 18th, which is Easter Monday. Of course. (laughs) Of course. On that day, Roland woke up with seizures and he accosted priests, yelled at them, yelled obscenities. They surround him with holy stuff. You think of it, they put it there, crucifixes, Bibles, rosaries, whatever. And they, the priests called on St. Michael, and this is at like 11 o'clock at night. They're calling on St. Michael to expel Satan from Roland. Jeez. Seven minutes later... Roland comes to out of his trance and says, he's gone. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And later, this is the one piece of information we get that is supposedly from Roland himself. He actually had a vision in that time of St. Michael and Satan on a battlefield. Oh. After these events, the room was boarded up and sealed and eventually in 1978, the entire hospital was demolished. Oh my god. Um, yes. From the information that was had, Roland went on to lead a pretty normal life. Some say that he named his first child Michael after the saint who saved him. Well, that's very nice. And this was all kind of accounted, kind of countrywide at least, 
in newspapers. And Blatty sees a Washington Post article called Priest Freeze Mount Rainier Boy Reported Held in the Devil's Grip by Bill Brinkley. Um, And that's where he sees this first information. And he writes his book, The Exorcist, based on unofficial diaries by Halloran and Bodron, who were the priests who were doing those kind of two months of exorcisms on him. Uh Now... The story doesn't end there. It actually has some recent updates. How recent? As in last year. What? Yes. How? I mean, you're going to tell me how. I am going to tell you how. Late last year, like I said, Roland Doe and both Robbie Mandheim were both um, pseudonyms. Because he's a minor, they were protecting his identity in the press. But no one had come forward with his name. No one had said, oh, I'm Roland Doe, nothing like that. But late last year in the Skeptical Inquirer, uh, an author named J.D. Swart identified Roland Doe or Robbie Mannheim as the actual real-life person, Ronald Edwin Hunkler. Okay. Yes. And basically he did this by basing it off of like, Um, He found like the yearbook from the year that Roland would have graduated high school. He cross-referenced that with people who um, went to the church that that original Lutheran priest um, or pastor was from. And he also utilized the address that was listed. And who was the person that figured this out? This person named J.D. Sword on the Skeptical Inquirer. So literally a armchair detective. Feels like an armchair detective. But reading how this person went about it, it seems kind of legit. Yeah. Um, Now, if Ronald Hunkler was Roland Doe, he then did go on to leave a relatively normal life. Only not like our kind of normal, right? (laughs) No. He became a NASA engineer. What? Contributing to the Apollo program. What? You want to know what his contribution was? What? He developed technology that helps space shuttles withstand the extreme heat of leaving and entering our atmosphere. What? So it's a quote unquote normal life as in like, he didn't further. He wasn't have, fucked up. He wasn't possessed or tr- relatively. I'm sure he had some kind of trauma, but like. <laughs> became like a notable person for something other than being possessed. Right? Like truly went very far. Um, so does this mean mm-hmm. that if there were any like remaining demons in his system that they went to space? No, because he wasn't an astronaut. He just He didn't off. actually go to space. Okay. It may mean that demons were involved in the Apollo program. I. Which. The Catholics would love that. The Catholics would love that. Ronald has since passed away just Aww. shy of his 86th birthday in May 2020. No. He oh, God. Was... was it COVID? Um, I don't know. It didn't say. But he did live to see COVID, that's for sure. The Um, inspiration for The Exorcist mm -hmm. lived to see COVID. Isn't that wild? That's when, like, you're like, time isn't real. Right? Like, it doesn't, those two things feel very separate. Yeah. He allegedly was very nervous about people finding out that he was Roland Doe. He was very nervous about his coworkers at NASA finding out about his past. And also, every Halloween, he would leave his house. Like, he wouldn't stay at his house just in case somebody came up, like, found him and came up to him and been like, I know who you are. So he was a little bit worried about, like, that kind of secret getting out. But um, Well, yeah, because if you're, like, an important scientist, being exercised isn't really in the scientific vein. Right. And, like, it's either... They might think he was, because not a lot of people believe in demonic possession. They might be like, 
so you were faking it. Yeah. When you were old enough to not. Yeah. Or, you know, you, you're famous for being the exorcist. The exercised. The exercised, yeah, I should say. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Isn't that wild? It's kind of, I think it's nice to know that he wasn't fucked up for the rest of his life. Because like yes. I was saying, I was also looking at the exorcism of Annalise Mitchell, which completely ruined her life. She oh. died as a result of <gasps> her exorcisms. Really? Yes. Partly Why? because one of the techniques they used was um, starvation. And she also... Oh kind of stopped eating on her own as well so she died of malnutrition that's awful um, at the age of 23 so we know somebody who was exercised yes we do do you know any more of that story other than her mom thought she needed an exorcism her mom didn't think so no who was it she was about to be baptized and the priest went uh really yeah oh i didn't know that yeah but like i don't think he's not like calling up the bishop to get permission so i don't know what the story was with that that seemed a bit sketch but yeah no it wasn't her mom i have a her mom extra i probably i think at one point was like i don't think it worked uh- <laughs> <laughs> oh i have extra apples yeah and nowhere to put them over ice cream. Okay. Heat the ice cream. Like, cook them on the stove and put them over ice cream. But I don't have ice cream. Oh, well. Um, I just put my headphones in pie. I will be back. I need to make the other dough. Okay. We back. I was watching a clip of the, ad- <laughs> the animated Adams family. <laughs> Carry on. Anyway, my story's done. Not much to carry oh. on about. Wow. Yeah. Um, that's wild. Right. I, like, don't know what to do with that information. Has he admitted that it's him? No. So he was very, like, private about it. Um, I mean, since this guy claims to know who he is. Well, he's dead. Oh, right. Yeah. It right, came he out d- a after, year he, after died. he died. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, so no. Um, but other people have said that it's him. Are they to be trusted? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. That's so interesting. I know, right? He's kind of towards the end of like typically accepted exorcisms too. So like really you know, the Catholic Church. Yeah, by the 60s, they were really, like, not doing them. Um, It was very rare for the Catholic Church to actually officially do an exorcism. It isn't until 1973 when there's a renewed interest in the practice after the movie The Exorcist. Yes. That you see them more frequently again. And today, you don't really see them happening. They're very rare. Why do you think that is? Are there less demons? Um, the Catholic Church doesn't really want to acknowledge the existence of demons. They're trying to almost in a way secularize. Not that you can a church, but they they don't want to they they more want demons to be an abstract concept than an actual threat. Threat, yeah, exactly. And the fact that as you can tell, like with um Roland Rob Robbie slash Ronald here. Got a lot of names. Exorcisms, especially the first one, doesn't always work. So, and because so many people have, you know, been harmed in the process, the church tries to distance them. That makes sense. Now, allegedly, Pope Francis, Pope Frank, my my homeboy. Pope Frank. Yeah. I've not heard that one. You've not heard that? My God. Um, Sorry, I don't really keep up with the Catholic Church much anymore. I mean, neither do I, but it's funny to call him Pope Frank. I like that. Yeah. Allegedly, a couple years ago, he performed an exorcism on a boy, like a young boy who... Since being Pope? Yes, since being Pope. Like, a couple of years ago. 
on a young boy who went to see mass at the Vatican. And, um, but like, there's no real details about it because you're really not supposed to. So it's, it's interesting. Interesting. How is that kid faring? We don't know who he is. Okay. Yeah. His identity is really secret. He had to be pretty, pretty fucked up for the Pope to do an exorcism. Right. He was like in a wheelchair there. So I don't know what was happening, but why do I feel like he just had a severe learning disability? He probably did. So like the problem is a lot of the reasons why people are given exorcisms is because they either have something like schizophrenia or epilepsy or like learning disabilities. Yeah. Um, And people just instead of being like, oh, their brain is messed up when it's a demon. Yeah. Yeah. Not great, not great. It's not great, and it's definitely, you know, not a proud um, part of the Catholic Church, that's for sure. Um, Does the Catholic Church have a proud anything besides the existence of Jesus and, like, the things that he did? Uh, they got boatloads of money. I I don't think they're allowed to be proud about that. I don't think they're supposed to talk about that. No, but the Catholic Church is, like, the largest bank in the world. Yeah, it's bad (laughs) (laughs) it's not not the best yeah i added more water to this and i still feel like it's a little dry but i don't want to make it too wet yeah maybe give it a minute first yeah i'm kneading yes i just need to make the toppers and then i can bake these nice thank fuck apparently there was drama on british baking show Why did you call it that? What is it called? That's what it's called here. Is it British Bake Off? It's British Bake Off. Okay, they don't call it that in America, and I have to watch the- stupid. I don't don't get European Netflix. Neither do I. Well, I mean, I could if I wanted to, but (laughs) I just don't get why they changed the name. I fully think Americans are at least intelligent enough to say Great British Bake Off. We are. Great British Baking Show. It is a competition. It's a bake-off, not a baking show. I'm well aware. It hurts, like, and they change, on Netflix here, they even change the, like, intro to be baking show, and it hurts. Like, they have them record another intro every episode, and it hurts. I don't Um, get it. I guess they had Mexican-inspired week. Oh, yes. And everything was wrong. I didn't actually watch it, but I heard that it was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've not watched any of this season. Um, Because last season I got so upset because the German guy was doing so well for so long. And then he just absolutely fucked up in like the last minute. No! Like, I want to, I like um, Giuseppe, I think his name was. I don't remember. I don't even know if I watched last season. Uh, this, yeah, this pie dough is not doing as well as my first one. Then add more water. Yeah, I will after. Maybe I'll after just see you roll it out. Well, I'm rolling it out in chunks, so I've, like, already rolled out this piece. Mm-hmm. So I'll add water to the next piece. Let's see what a little red one looks like. Oh my god, I have to put the faces in them. Fuck. Do you cut those out individually? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Talking to myself about my pie. That's fine. We love a pie cast. I will not be making the the big pie tonight. No. I think these will bake while I take a shower, and that will be that. Mm-hmm. That sounds Jeffiel. like Because <laughs> it's now... Near my, watch, my watch is dead. Yeah, mine's barely hanging on. <laughs> How about we wrap this up, and you can right. do this uninterrupted. So tell me, have you ever been exercised? Do you know anyone that had an exorcism? Why? And maybe what are your Halloween, what were your Halloween plans? Did you dress up? What did you dress up as? What was your costume? Did you dress up as a lost AirPod? (laughs) Bringing it back. Callbacks, Elle, callbacks. Where can they find us? You can find us at not too personal underscore podcast at on Instagram. I fucking did it that time. Woo!
and uh, email us not too personal podcast at gmail.com. Um, oh, I didn't tell you, I may have told you or told you on we are now on Amazon Music Podcast and iHeartRadio too. Hey, so you can literally find us anywhere. Find us anywhere that you think you might want to listen to a podcast. I put too much water in my dough. Um, so while you listened to me baking pie, I hope that this was not too personal. Just a little bit. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Woo.